Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome back to the Baseball Coaches Show. My favorite segment, you know, I look to this this show today had a lot of them. I'm telling you, but this is definitely one of them. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. Our current electric superhero of the week from St. John's Northwestern Academies. He is Sea Captain Peyton Fergeese. Is that how you pronounce that, Peyton? Yeah, that's how it is. Man, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for uh, for joining me, and, and congratulations on being the Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate it all for having me. Yeah, hey, Peyton, I got to tell you how this thing gets selected, by the way. I call uh, different schools, and I ask the administration, I need a senior that does great work in the classroom, does great work within the school and, and the community, and the senior that you guys are going to miss the most when they graduate. And so the, the legacy that you've left at St. John's Northwestern Academies, Peyton, is, is really, really strong. And I don't know if, you know, you're a, a senior in high school, probably 18 years old. You, you don't, you just do you, right? This is who you yeah. are. And for, for them to choose you, when I ask them that last question, is a really big deal. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. How did uh, the decision to go to St. John's, how was that made for you? Well, first off, I need to shout out my parents. You know, they were 
they helped me a lot over here. But my brother actually went here and graduated from here. So uh, I really saw how stuff worked up here, and I, I liked it a lot. And so I went my eighth grade year. I went here. I came here as a middle schooler, and my brother was a senior. So, yeah, he really was a big inspiration for me because I always wanted to follow in his footsteps. Hey, what is your mom and dad's name? My mom's name is Asha Varghese, and my dad's name is Joe Varghese. So, Asha and Joe, you know what? If, if you're listening down in the Illinois market, I've talked to your son a couple of times, and again, I use this line a lot, but you, I always wanted to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne. Well, you know what? You did good. Young Peyton is, is uh, they are really proud of him at uh, St. John's, uh, that's for sure. Hey, um, before we get into all the things that you do, and I think I'm going to know the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway, your motivation for mm-hmm. being such a, a, having such a strong um, service leader heart, where does that come from? Well, I think I need to mention a few people. I think, like, like I said, the first people are my parents. So my mom's a pediatric doctor. And, like, I, I see how she helps people so much. When COVID happened, you know, that first outbreak, yep. she still went into the office every day, you know, checking up on people, even though she was risking her life. And the next was is my dad. Like, he always, he's, he's the kind of guy, you know, like, to give his shirt off the back if someone else is cold. So I think that really embedded in me. And then next is my brother, Jordan Varghese. Um, when I first got to St. John's, I was a private. He was a lieutenant. So he could have easily just like ignored me, right. such a lower rank than him. But instead, he always like checked up on me, made sure I was all right. And then he even let me become a tutor. And that really helped me with my homesickness. And he really showed me that there's more to leadership than just titles or rank. Hey, and then. Can, oh, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, sorry. And then also, I think one important thing that's overlooked in servant leadership is how much you can learn from the people under you. Because even though I'm a commander, I still have learned. I had three squad leaders this year, Tyler, Alex, and Alan. They taught me so much about leadership that I, even I didn't know like anything about. And I think I learned more about leadership from them than I ever knew before. Yeah, I love that answer, Peyton. And and it's funny because when I ask that question to our, our current electric superheroes of the week, it's a little bit different each time. But But they all seem to come out with, look, I learned more. I gained more than the people that I was helping. I learned from everybody, and I think that that's a really good trait. Hey, let's talk about some of the things you've done giving back to the community. Can you t- talk to me a little bit about Live 2 Ball, what that is? Oh, so Live the Ball, basically, during quarantine, uh, me and a friend, Joshua Corvilla, we really felt like we could have been doing more because we saw how much like people were suffering and stuff, and we were put in a pretty good spot. You know, we all had our house over our roof, loving family. So we really wanted to help more. So then we were looking. We all love sports. You know, we both play basketball. So we saw how, like, expensive sports equipment has been getting and how important being outside was, especially during the COVID time. So what we did is we partnered uh, up with an orphanage on near the south side of Chicago, and we managed to raise, like, get them basketballs, headbands, practice jerseys, you know, water bottles, just so they can they can enjoy being outside with new equipment. Man, how, how old are you? How old are you? Well, I'm 18 right now. 18 but. years old. And, and you, during this time, th- thought, look, we need to give back, and let's figure out a way we can do it. 
you find you partner up with an orphanage on the south side of Chicago, and you guys go and and raise enough money to get them basketballs, jerseys, water bottles, headbands, so that these kids can can use their own equipment and get outside and and play and and just try to be try to be kids, right? Yeah, because we know. COVID, like, it was a tough time. Everyone was crammed up inside, you know? So, like, a lot of people need to be outside for, like, their mental health and all of that. Because, like, no one wants to stay stuck inside. No, they do not. Hey, um, one question regarding your days at, at St. John's. That freshman year, um, how hard was that in the beginning to be away from home? Was that a difficult time for you? Well, actually, it was my eighth grade year. was my first okay. year. But, yeah, that definitely was a difficult time. Like, uh, I remember... One time, uh, my mom came up to get me and my brother dinner, and I remember the night she left, you know, I was, like, tearing up in my bed because I was so homesick. But my brother, Jordan, he helped me a lot. You know, he was up there with me. You know, he let me become a tutor. So I was in the library every day, you know. So I, he let me, like, he also helped me get a lot of friends. So it was a big shout-out to him. Hey, he as, helped me adjust a lot. As we are talking with Peyton, go to the Kern Electric Facebook page. And f- see this picture of this handsome young man and, and read the rest of the bio that he sent me. You know, when you talked in your bio, you also received the Presidential Service Award and Sussex Area Service Club Medal, which are really great awards and congratulations for that. And we don't have the time to talk a ton about it. But in your bio to me, when you, you write my biggest inspiration for my parents and my grandparents that 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 just jumped off the page at me because I'm a grandfather of five, and and thank you for that. Talk to me about your grandparents. Well, so my grandparents, especially my grandpa and my grandma, uh, uh, they live really close to us. And I remember definitely during sophomore year, I was in the freshman year, I was not really into the military stuff as much. I was starting to like debate if I still wanted to do this. Right. But I saw all my grandpa's Facebook posts and stuff like that saying how proud he was of, like, the stuff I wear on my uniform and all of that. And I really, like, all right, let me let me graduate and finish this off for him, you know, because I see how much, like, pride he puts into it. So I think, yeah, he's a huge inspiration on why I'm graduating up here, you know. Same with my parents. I saw how much, like, pride they see when I put on my uniform. So... That's the biggest one. Hey, in the picture on the current electric Facebook page, look at that because he's in full uniform. And uh, uh, two quick things. Thank you so much for giving back uh, to our country because I, I think that people your age sometimes don't understand it. And I'm really happy that your grandfather, you know, one of the reasons you stuck it out was because of him. What's going on with you next year? Next year I'm going to attend uh, University of Illinois, Chicago. So it's going to be nice to go back home and uh, spend more time with the family and stuff like that. That was one of the biggest reasons I wanted to be back home with my family, my little sister, all of that. What, and, is, her, what uh, is her name? Her name is Maria, and she is uh, 12. She's 12. Hey, Maria, if you're listening, think about what your brother just said. He wants to come back to go to college so he can hang out with you a little bit. Uh, that's awesome. So the, the five years in Wisconsin, you're not a cheesehead yet, huh? No, no, I think I'm ready to retire of that. Go back to Chicago. <laughs> and you're still singing the Bears fight song? Yeah, Bears and Bulls. Those are my teams. Oh, man. Well, you're lucky I didn't know that before we named you our <laughs> superhero of the week. Cause I don't, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Sea Captain Peyton Verghese, thank you so much. Man, I really appreciate this. Uh, and, again, thank you for uh, 
Thank you for everything you do, young man. We we will uh, we will be all working for you one day. You watch. I, I'm telling you. Uh, and and I, I just that. yeah, I really appreciate your time. Again, go to the Kern Electric Facebook page to read his entire bio. This is a really impressive young man, and his mom, dad, grandparents brother, sister, should be really, really proud of him because I know the people at St. John's Northwestern Academies are. So thank you so much, man. Have a good day. Thank you for having me, sir. Yeah, you got it. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Scott Holler, head boys baseball coach at Oak Creek, will join us. This is the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
Jarris Family Foundation Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, man, we're talking almost exclusively about Oak Creek today, I guess. I want to thank the, uh, the Oak Creek softball players that were in studio, man. What a, what a good group uh, they are and awfully talented now joined by the athletic director and boys baseball coach at Oak Creek, my former co-host. He's just too busy for me nowadays. Scott Holler, coach, <laughs> how you been? Mike, I'm great. Uh, great to be back on with you. Sorry, it's been a little crazy this this spring, and no not being able to be on be on with you has been been tough. But uh, being pulled in a lot of different directions this spring. So, um, but appreciate everything you're doing as always. Yeah, most important part. How's your family? Everybody good? Everybody's great. Um, you know, we're, we're, Chase is going to be coming into high school next year, so he'll oh, be driving man. to school with me here at Oak Creek. And then TJ and Quinn are playing almost, you know, seems like every night we're running either softball for Quinn or baseball for TJ. And, I, you know, as soon as I leave practice or um, if we don't got anything on Saturday, uh, I'm with his team and Sundays are with his team. So, yeah, it's, it's been crazy. I, I don't uh... know what day of the week it is usually. You know, I, I, I envy you. And, and sometimes I know it's, it seems like, man, there's just too much. But I, uh, I miss those days a little bit. I, I do. And uh, if you ever need me to pinch hit and pick a kid up and take him to practice, <laughs> take her to practice, call me. You know what? You, they might think it's weird, but I hey, won't. I'll there, sit there and watch for what you offer. There's plenty of nights where we're scrambling. Man, you, <laughs> hey, you but let me Julie, know. You Julie let... keeps it all straight. Julie just tells me where I have to be. I obviously focus on you know, Oak Creek and, and where I'm supposed to be for, for that. And then uh, Julie tells me, all right, after your game, go to Waukesha I, for TJ's game at 735 or go to, you know, go to Muskego for Quinn's game at 730. So uh, she she keeps me, if without her, I had have no idea where I was going. At well, you know that we, we both know you outkicked your coverage and she is, you know what, Absolutely. thank God for Thank God for her. Absolutely. Hey, Coach, um, if if uh, the girls' softball team at Oak Creek, I, I know if you guys played against them in baseball, you would beat them. But if your team played against them in softball, fast pitch, who would win? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, and, and they are a great group and, and they're a special group. I'm telling you, our guys are in awe. Uh, there's, there's days where we're at practice and we see – you know, what they're doing over there, you know, and Riley Gredzelanek is, is warming up or throwing her bullpen during practice, and our guys stop what they're doing and just watch because it's incredible. Um, Coach Trask does a does a fantastic job. They're a, they're a great group, um, great group of kids, and, you know, having a successful season, we're excited. Um, every chance we get, you know, we, we stop and take a look and see how they're doing, and, and they support us as well. But, yeah, Riley's special, Madison Knoll. I mean, you can go down the – Go down the line up there. They got some some pretty pretty special players. Yeah, they they really do. Hey, coach, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about your team um, playing pretty well, right? Are you, are you happy with the way you guys are playing? Yeah. If you take away those two Franklin games, I, you know, right. you're sick and tired of of that, and we don't have to talk about it. But you know, that you, no, you beat them that you beat them on that Tuesday, and then Wednesday right. and Friday. So you played them three times in a week, which is crazy. Yeah, they were. They they were they were good high school baseball games. I think Coach Drobot would agree. It wasn't um, none of the three games were 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 greatly played in terms of of defense um, and base running. But you know we were we knew going in uh, our goal. You know just like I'm sure Steve would tell you is trying to win the series. You know to to think you're going to sweep a team with that type of talent is is you know a pretty 
pretty unrealistic goal. So our mindset was, okay, let's try to take two or three. Uh, we got the one the first night, which was a, a good game, very close game. And then, you know, it, it, the, the big game in the series was game two at Franklin. We had a lead four to two. Um, and, you know, people look at the box score and they, they probably didn't understand where the game actually, you know, was in terms of how close it was. We were up four to two in the sixth. Um, we actually, you know, uh, kind of defensively had a letdown early in the game to even give them their two runs. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but could have been up four nothing. But give them credit. Uh four two lead in the sixth, they come up and just tattooed the baseball all over the park and ended up running away with that one. And then the final game in the series was another wild one. <laughs> we were brutal. Um some of the worst defense I've seen. Uh we were brutal in the first inning. We we gave them a six spot uh, again, they hit the ball. They hit the ball. We made some errors, and it's six nothing after the top of the first. And I'm thinking, holy Oof. cow, we might we might get blown out of the water. And every inning we start chipping away. We end up tying it at six, and it's six to six. We go extra innings, and um, you know we just we, they just hit the ball again. I think in the eighth inning they scored six runs, and it ended up being twelve six. So <laughs> it was a wild series, um, kind of what we expected, you know. Um, both teams playing with a lot of energy and a lot of passion, but I think both Coach Strobot and I would agree it wasn't exactly um, <laughs> quality baseball in terms of the way each team played. So um, I, I, I hope we, we learned from that. You know, our other our other two losses, we lost to Marquette by one run, 4-3, to three, a very good Marquette team in a non-conference game, and then we had the one uh, loss early in the season against Horlick where we just left a ton of guys on base. So, yeah, we're 16-4 and four, if you were going to tell me that's where we'd be right now. I, I think any coach in the state would take 16 and four. And um, we're just trying to clean some things up defensively. That's, that's been our biggest struggle all year. Uh, our hitting has come around our pitching. You know, we knew after Luke Kleekamp, who's in my opinion, been one of the best pitchers in the state this year. And there's some fantastic pitchers around the state. And I'd put Luke right up there with, with any of them. Um, you know, after that, our, our two through five, we've kind of had about four other guys that have stepped up and, and done a nice job. So, so we're happy with where we're at. We, we think we'll be a tough out, hopefully, in the playoffs as long as we can play good defense. Hey, did you know going in uh, this year, Scott, that defensively um, there, there may be some challenges? Um, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, I wasn't as worried about it. We, we brought a lot of guys back. Um, you know, we just, for whatever reason, our, our game speed hasn't been as good as I, I thought it would be in terms of thinking through the game um you know and ultimately that's on me and you know we we just haven't performed uh around the infield uh kind of how I'd like us to and and we've had some some mishaps in the outfield as well so we're we're keep we're going to keep grinding you know we we've moved some guys around a little bit we're trying to figure it out but uh no at the beginning of the year our biggest concern was are we going to have enough arms and i i think we have the arms um i don't know that we have an elite arm after luke necessarily but they're younger guys you know we got Will Highland's done a nice job. Peyton Jibben is in the mix. Kate Talkowski. So a lot of juniors. Uh, we threw a freshman the other day, Ryan Buckta, who did really well. He's, uh, that was his first varsity start. So uh, a couple guys in the bullpen are juniors um, and sophomores. So after Luke, we're very young on the mound. But, you know, defensively, we just – it's just more – it's not that we can't do it. It's just we, we've struggled, um, you know, in, in some tight games, make, making some routine plays – or I'm sorry, not making some routine right. plays. Um, and that's, again, 
is it the, have we pushed the panic button or anything like that? No, but we're trying to shake things up a little bit too. Hey, you know what's nice about uh, about this is you've got a chance now because the second season starts, right? Playoffs coming mm-hmm, right. Ar- around the corner, and and when does uh, when do the brackets come out for Division One? Do you know? Yeah, we have our seating meeting Sunday night at 6 p.m. Okay. So my guess is by Monday morning, um, the last Division One bracket will be done, and probably mid-afternoon on Monday, the brackets will be out. And uh, it's a it's a tough sectional, so it'll, it'll be an interesting seating meeting. Yeah, I'm looking at that sectional, and so they haven't uh, with baseball what they've done with basketball and football, and put it in their computer and figured out who's who. Right. This is still the seating meetings. I I. Look, you've known me for a while. I kind of every once in a while like controversy, so I like to those CD <laughs> meetings. Um, do you think I that? I know you do. <laughs> will, it, will, have, will you guys go to the computer stuff for um, in the future? Do you think? Well, and I'm and you and I are on different pages on this one because I'm against the computer. Um, I am and, too. and in baseball, it's tough. It's um, I, I just feel you know I, I I couldn't tell you Mike how, how they how they place the percentages right, right. you know when they do those computer meetings i just know you know I, i'm not going to name the school but there was a school in, in a few years back in our sectional and they, they came into the season 18 and 0 and the, the coach flat out said at the seating meeting look we're 18 and 0 and we're probably the sixth seed in this sectional and he said that because of the conference he was in he said that because of the competition they were played well he was right you know, and in terms of where he should be, and that team got they got bounced right away in the first round, and a computer w- a computer would have put them as the number one seed by far, hey. and you know, and so that's in baseball especially where you get together with these coaches and you talk about okay, I had an injury to this pitcher, you know, early in the season, and there's where that's why we had four out of five losses, or I was missing this guy. A computer doesn't know that, and that's why I'm still in favor and. I'll just say it. I I think in football and basketball, it should still be an in-face meeting. That's just my own personal opinion. You know what? Um, We're actually on the same page, Scott. We're on the same page on that. And I look. I I watched um, in especially especially in the basketball one last year, where you know where I used to coach Martin Luther. He he right right. He had he had a loaded roster and two kids transferred you know, right at mm-hmm. the beginning of the school year, and he had set up this schedule that was beyond belief because he thought he right. was loaded. Well, now he's not. He's got young guys, and they mm-hmm. they they started playing really well down the stretch, and he didn't get a home game. Like, And, and they ended right. up getting to the sectional semifinals and lost by a, a three-pointer at the buzzer. And so I yeah. look at that, and, and I, I, I don't like it. And, and I think, yeah. like you, especially in baseball, and we were, yeah, in baseball, and we, I, I would go as far, again, no sour grapes. At the end of the day, you got to win the games in front of you. But, you know, look at Coach Parr's season last year in football. Right. One loss to the eventual state champs, and they're the four seed right. in, our, in our bracket. And, you know, we end up playing them in the second round um, instead of possibly another school. You know, so, so we're two and out, and, you know, the Coaches Association has us ranked, you know, sixth or whatever we were, and, you know, so that's that's just tough. You know, you're trying to build community. You're trying to, you know, right. build excitement around the program. And you got to play the eventual state champs in the second round because a computer said because you finished second in your conference and two other teams won their conference, which was a, were two conferences, you know, 
for what it's worth. Again, I think it's too much emphasis put on a conference championship or whatever. Yeah, so. I I agree with that. Yeah. Hey, so that so you know the nice thing about you know what 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 you're thinking as far as defensively, and we just got to shore some things up. Man, yeah, you've got some games left, and what a perfect time for these young guys over at Oak Creek to go. Okay, guys, we you know what we we have to make sure that we're making the the easy plays, making sure that we're making the plays that we have to make, and not giving right. them any extra outs. Yeah, it's not it's not for a matter of of, of skill by any means. We I, I like our I like our lineup. I like our roster that we have. Um, it's it's more of again sort of that mental focus that. You know, it's hard to coach. Um, at the end of the day, it's you know, it's it's on me to to put the best lineup out there that I think can help us win the games. But the kids know, you know, they're we got good senior leadership and and Ryan Santi, our first baseman, and Luke Kleekamp, our our starting number one pitcher, and our starting third baseman when he's not pitching. So um, if they can follow, you know, those guys and and understand that they're playing for them too, and our other two seniors, Owen Leahy and Brett Lucas, um, you know, you. you I've tried not to use our youth as a crutch, you know, and right. it's like, look guys, you know, you, you may have two more years because we start a lot of sophomores and juniors. I said, you may have another year or two, but these four don't. And, you know, getting them to be locked in and be at their best. Um, I, I think it's there, you know, I, we just, we just got to figure it out in the big games. And like I said, against a good team, like Franklin, um, that those, that, those three games were exhausting to be honest with you uh, because we didn't play to our potential and don't get me wrong. Franklin beat us. They deserve to win. And, you know, they can hit the snot out of the ball one through nine. They, that, that might be the most talented Franklin team I've ever seen. And I've been around, wow. you know, since the mid, yeah. early nineties, you know, as a player against them and then coaching over there for a couple of years. And yep. Jim, Jim Hughes had two state championships in a row there. And, you know, I, I had a conversation with Trevor Thiessen who was, at Franklin uh, back on those two state championship teams. And he's the best high school shortstop I ever seen. I kind of joked with him. I said, this, this Franklin team is the most one through nine is probably the most talented I've ever seen. Uh, they got incredible pitching depth on the mound. Um, so the fact that we were right there with them right. and we're close um, says a lot about our guys and, and their belief that we can, that we can hang around, but you know, West Dosha Central's having a great season. Kenosha Tremper's having a great season. So, we got to see. There's some. There's some arms in this conference. You know, the Qstead kid from Waterford who's yep. going to Arkansas. He's 92 to 94 sitting. <laughs> you know, he sits there in high school games, which is crazy. Um, big time prospect. The Badger's got a kid that's going to UWM who's in the 90s. So this sectional <laughs> has got some unreal pitching. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Hey, I will. Uh, I'd love to get you on in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, you yeah. got some big games coming up. Three against Tremper at the end, which uh, which will right. get your boys ready for the playoffs. I really appreciate Absolutely. a couple of minutes of your time. Good luck the rest of the way, and I'll uh, let's see if I can't get you in in a couple of weeks, either in studio or again on 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 the cell and find Perfect. out what's going on over at Oak Creek. Will do, Mike. Thanks for everything, buddy. We'll be in touch. Hey, and you know what? Next time we got to spend a segment on what's going on with the WBCA as well. And and uh, yeah. you guys have been great to me, and, and thank you for that. But let's make sure that we do that. He's Scott Holler, head baseball coach, athletic director at Oak Creek. This is the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation with Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show. As always, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We're now joined by the head baseball coach at Marquette University High School. He's Sal Bando, Jr. Coach, how you been? Good, Mike. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Hey, uh, team's playing pretty well. I know you guys took one on the chin on Thursday against Brookfield Central, and that tightened up that, that conference a little bit in the greater metro. It did. It did. Brook Central's a good team. Um, the first time out we played, they beat us one nothing in eight innings uh, on a two-out air. So uh, it was uh, it was an intense game. Uh, but Brook Central, uh, they deserve to win. They uh, they played better than us. Uh, they did everything that that we've been kind of doing all year, which is pitching, playing defense. Uh, having productive outs and, and running the bases aggressively. And and they kind of – they did it to us last uh, Thursday. You know, Coach, uh, but, uh, tomorrow you guys will get the seating uh, for Division One uh, come playoff time. And, and looking at your sectional, um, usually it, it seems to me that you guys are normally with Brook Central, Brook East, and those guys. And, and now you're in, in sectional seven with Greendale and Greenfield and – and uh, Milwaukee Ragged and Muskego and um, I, I that that sectional and I like the fact that you guys still do city meetings. By the way, I you know and in football and basketball it's done by the computer and and I don't know about you but man I kind of like looking guys in the eye when they're telling me my team isn't any good. I like that. <laughs> I, I want to be there to look at them. And um, so where where do you if you've looked ahead a little bit you feel pretty confident that you guys will get a nice seed in in sectional seven. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I think our our resume speaks for itself, and I, I think uh, we've got a good chance at, at getting a one seed. Um, I believe the top four get a bye, so I, I know there are going to be some teams, uh, you know, fighting for that bye, but um, we play a tough schedule year in and year out, and we beat some quality opponents. Um, some matchups have not been in our favor. Uh, but uh, you know the kids have uh, they've stepped up and um, they put together a nice little uh, season and uh, and hopefully my my peers will agree. Hey, did did you know uh, going into this year that you guys had a chance to be really good? Um, we had a good idea that we could pitch. I did not think we would pitch at the level that we are. Um, I knew offensively we were a work in progress. Uh, we've got some youth in our lineup and, um, you know, we continue to try to get better daily. Um, but, uh, I, I did feel like we were going to be competitive and be in games because, uh, the depth of our pitching staff, you know, was our strength. Hey, if we talk about this, this roster, um, over at Marquette, is it a, a senior laden roster? Is it a young team? Is it a combination of both? Uh, it's, it's, 
fairly young, I would say. We have four seniors. Um, you know, the seniors are key contributors. They're uh, our number one pitcher, our starting catcher, our starting shortstop, and then uh, another one of our starting pitchers. So although the senior class is small, uh, they they do have an integral role uh, on our team, and and they'll be big shoes to fill. But we're we're junior heavy. I think we've got on some days as many as four sophomores starting. So wow. it's a it's a good mix. It's a good mix. Hey Sal, you you also coach um in in travel ball and and how long have you been doing that? By the way, uh, this is my this will be my fourth year. And do you think um, the overall level of, of baseball being played in this area has, has really improved the last number of years with, with, with a lot of opportunities for kids to continue playing, right? When I was a kid, you know, you played your high school season, and when it was over, it was over, right? Then you went and played a little uh, skipper league stuff or whatever um, over at Wick Park. And other than that, there wasn't a lot that you could play. And nowadays, man, guys have a chance to play, you know, I don't know about year round, but they get a chance to play a lot more baseball uh, than they used to. And, and the, there's so many different opportunities. And I'm wondering if, if you believe the overall level of, of baseball players has, has, has gone up quite a bit here in the last five, six years. Oh, yeah, w- without question. I, I, and I think you can attribute it attribute that to to academy ball uh and the opportunities that these kids have to to train indoors in the winter and and go out and play in regional national tournaments on weekends in the summer um it's great for the game um you know there's the good and bad with it uh and i and and being on both sides sometimes i feel like i'm stuck in the middle but um you know I, i think it's great i mean just look at at the draft and the number of division one signees in the last 10 or so years compared to when I was in high school over 30 years ago, it's it's night and day difference. And, and I think you can attribute that to, uh, to all the academies. Hey, when we look at the Marquette, uh, the Marquette high team, if, you know, whatever your first game in the playoffs, if, if we come out and watch, and I, I would assume that you're going to throw your, whoever your number one is, um, who are we going to see on the mound in that game? it's funny, man. You know, every year I try to to tinker with the rotation and and not throw my number one to put our team in the best position to, to win a sectional. It never freaking works out. Um, (laughs) I I think you gotta, you gotta worry about game one and then you worry about game two the next day, you know? Um, So our guy this year has been senior Gavin Garansky and, and he's had a tremendous year. Um, I believe he's sitting at seven and zero as of today, uh, with an ERA probably under one. Um, he's really had a remarkable season. He pitches with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, feels like he's got something to prove, and and we all kind of feed off him and some others. Um, and, and that's probably who we'll give the ball to. Yeah, you know, Sal, and, and you know this better than most. I I, I loved playing with guys that, that had a chip on their shoulder. And when I coached them, if, if I saw the chips started coming off, I would, I would say, Hey man, I was in the hallway before the game. And I heard some, some, some parents from the other team, 
they said they thought you were overrated a little bit. I don't think you're overrated, but man, what, who, where are they getting that from? And just to kind of, you know, yeah, would I tell a little white lie? Maybe, but I'd get that kid ready to get that chip back on their shoulder. And I love the fact that that's what you said about about Gavin, that, you know, he gets on the mound and he plays with a chip on his shoulder. And those are the kind of kids that other kids want to follow. Yeah, man. And, and that's kind of how our, our team is wired. You know, guys like, Gavin Garonsky and, and, and Sam Ronsky. I mean, they're, they're talented kids, but you know, they, they see their peers getting ranked ahead of them. They see their peers going to this university and that university. And I, and I think it fuels them. And then our team feeds off those guys. Um, you know, at Marquette, you know, there's always been a target on our back for, for whatever reason. And, and that dates back to before I even went to school. Yeah, uh, there. It goes and, to when I was really... at Ma- when I was at Mesmer. Nobody liked you boys much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so we've kind of embraced that role, you know, and and we want you know we want to rid that stigma of being a private school and 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 an entitled school and a wealthy school and and we want to be dirtbags. We want to you know we want to play blue collar hard baseball and and compete and. And, you know, and that's important. I think that's important, and, and that's what we try to do. Hey, Sal, defensively, um, are you guys where you would hoped you would be this time of the year? Yeah, yeah. Defensively, uh, we're really solid. Max Stocko is a senior shortstop and is as smooth um, uh, of a guy that you'll find. Uh, he can make the play on the run, which not many high school shortstops can. Uh, junior Parker Wyatt uh, is a potential Division One prospect. He's in center field. He's transitioned to center field for the first time this spring, and and he's done it seamlessly and, and is really playing well for us and, and can go get the ball. And then senior uh, Ethan Gall behind the plate. Uh, he sat out last year, um, so it's nice that he has rejoined us, and he's just kind of – been our quarterback behind the plate and throws the ball uh, around the infield well and, and handles our staff well and just done a tremendous job. So up, up the middle, we're solid, and and, um, the, and it's obviously been a, a nice combo with the strength of our staff. Hey, so when you, when you talk about Parker Wyatt, he was an infielder, and the conversation with him, did he come to you and say, hey, look, I'll, I'll, I'll go in the outfield, or did you go to him and say, hey, look, we, we need – your speed, we need somebody like you in center field. Are you okay with that? Yeah, it was more just, it was more a combination of what is best for him, for his future. Where does he project at the next level? Because he is athletic. I mean, he can run. He's a really good runner. He's got over 20 stolen bases. Um, he's got a good arm. Um, and we just felt like his future might be best in the outfield versus in the infield. And, and he was on board with it. Um, and, and it worked out to be what's best for our team as well. Well, so. you know, I love the fact that he was on board with it because, you know, we've dealt with high school kids for a long time. Uh, sometimes, you know, they, they can't see the forest through the trees, right? We're, we're like, look, this is where at the next level you might be able to play. And on the basketball side, it's, well, coach, I'm, you know, I play with my back to the basket. Well, you're 6'2", right? You're not going to be able to play with your back to the basket at the next level. So we got to move right. you to this position, so you're facing the basket, and you got to take people off the dribble. And I've had players over the years going, "No, I, I, I that's not, I, I, I'm not any good at that." 
Well, you're right. You're not, but we're gonna. That's what we're doing here. We're gonna try to make you better. So I like the fact that Parker was was open to it, and you know the outfield's his now, right? He's kind of the quarterback out there. That's right. That's right. He's got priority over everybody on that field, and and I think it speaks to our team and, and one of our strengths. You know, they they the kids play for each other. There there are teams out there that have more talent than us. There are teams out there that might be better than us offensively, but um, we can catch the ball, we can pitch, and, um, and we're together. Uh, and we play for one another, and, and we're selfless. And I think that is what kind of gives us that it factor at times. Hey, last question, and I'll cut you loose. You know, come playoff time, and, and certainly, you know, when you're playing baseball in the state of Wisconsin, you have to have a lot of arms. You know, guys, even if you got to just go to them for one or two innings, um, you have enough pitchers on this roster to make a deep uh, run in the playoffs? Yeah, I think we do. Um, our top four have been tremendous all year. That would be Gavin Goronsky, um, Luke Ronsky, um, Andrew Halzer, who is a sophomore who has really come on strong. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we, uh, our junior, Luke Agnew, who's an early commit to Wichita State. Those four, they give us every opportunity to win games. Michael Zadanik is a senior. He fills in nicely as our number five and, and is an out-getter. Um, so we're going to have a chance. We're going to have a chance, and we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity. Well, I'll tell you, you uh, the, the end of the schedule here before you get in the playoffs, you know, should get your guys ready. You know, playing Thomas Moore and Whitefish Bay and some of those teams, you're not uh, – you're going to – you're going to be playing tough competition right up into the playoffs. And, uh, Coach, I really appreciate a couple of minutes of your time. May try to reach back out in a couple of weeks um, as we're in the middle of the playoffs and, and see how Marquette is doing. Um, good luck in, in sectional seven. And, uh, you know, now that I'm not a Mesmer guy anymore, I don't mind Marquette so much, just so you know. <laughs> Hilltop on top, Mike. Thanks hey, for everything you do. Yeah, well, I, I won't tell you the cheers we used to do when I was at Mesmer about Marquette. We won't go there. <laughs> Maybe it was just we got we got our butts kicked all the time, and I, we didn't want to uh, we didn't want to let people know that we just shook our head and said, "Man, we got to beat them one of these days." He is Sal Bando Jr., head baseball coach at Marquette High. Sal, thanks a lot, and have a great weekend. All right, brother. Take care. Thank you. This is the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Man, it was a good show. I want to thank the girls from Oak Creek. Oak Creek Softball. Those girls had fun, and, and they were really, really a, a fun group of, of student-athletes to talk to. Thank LeVar Ridgeway, Assistant Director at the WIAA. Current Electric Superhero of the Week, uh, Peyton Verghese. Did a great job for Chicago, boy, I got to tell you. Scott Holler, Oak Creek Coach, Sal Bando Jr., Milwaukee Marquette Coach. Thank you. You guys, it, uh, it's always good to talk two hours of baseball, softball with their tournament coming up. Hey, Mitch, you know, after we get done with these shows, you know, I drive home and I go, okay, it was a pretty good show or it wasn't. I could have done this better. Today was a fun show for both of us. Yeah, totally. I mean, those girls at Oak Creek, I mean, and you heard Scott talk about it too just just, just moments ago. I mean, 
seem like a really good group. Um, and I, and I, I really I hope they do well and, and, and do some damage. You know, we both got a little nervous when I made the decision to let them sing the school fight song or the school song. <laughs> it, and, it worked out. Yeah, very man, well. you gave me a look like, man, uh, yeah. I'm gonna kill you, McGivern. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? They uh, led by Natalie Fields, by the way, who can sing like an angel. Totally, totally. And and they said, Natalie, as long as you start it, we'll jump in. And they all got in, and they all did it. It wasn't. There's a difference between you can tell they've done it before. There's a difference between bringing the boys from the boys teams in and the girls, you know. Yeah, for it, sure. It, it for is sure. Different. Yeah, you, you definitely can tell. Yeah, and these girls had fun, and I want to thank them. And good luck the rest of the way. I appreciate you listening. So, uh, tournaments are coming up for both softball and baseball, and we'll uh, in two weeks we'll update you on that. This is the Majerus Family Foundation. Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.